Welcome back to the In God She Trust podcast. This is Kitri, Tasha, and Mandy. And we obviously love you guys a lot because it is 9.30 at night and we are recording and my bedtime is 8.30 and I don't have children. So <laughs> we are dedicated to this podcast. We have children, which is why was, our bedtime is not 8.30. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. We, we've got three more hours of productive time. Oh, I know. Tasha's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go home and do some work. And I was yeah. like... What? Like you function past 9 p.m.? Yeah, you have a choice when you have kids, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is just going to be interesting, but it's all good. Yeah, sorry we missed you guys last week. You know, schedules with work and kids, and then my dance recital is coming. Can I tell you guys a really funny story? It's really fast. Yes. Okay, just real quick. So I teach um, all, all ages of kids, but I have my kindergartners today, which they're hilarious, but they're towards the end of the year, they get nuts like really nuts and so I just joked with them I was like you guys are trying to kill me huh and like one five-year-old without missing a beat she goes no not your body just your feelings <laughs> and I was like not a truer statement I was like there. accurate I was like so accurate and I just kind of, going I was like I was like yeah yeah how do you she respond in to that touch. yeah <laughs> I'm like, you teach now. Seriously, I was like, you clearly are the boss in this situation. I am not anymore. I have lost control. You take over. Yeah, that's that's just what I deal with. If I was a kindergarten teacher or elementary school Mm -hmm. teacher at all, I can volunteer. My biggest. I can give you an hour uh, a week for sure and be solid. (laughs) But with other people's kids, not more than that. No. No. I love my daughter more than anything in the world, but. Other people's kids, I love you, <laughs> and I love that you go home. <laughs> That's kind of how I feel. But and like, I'm not I, a terrible person. No, no. <laughs> but like, whenever they're they're little and they're like, "Can I ask you a question?" There's always like a little bit of fear in me. And yesterday, uh, like they asked, like the question I dread all the time is, "Are you married?" And then I'm like, "No," because then I know what comes next. Well, do you have a boyfriend? Well, no. Do you have kids? No. And then she just goes. Hmm, that's sad. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And then like today, this girl's like, no, we're not trying to kill your body, just your feelings. I was like, you yeah. are doing, you are nailing it right now. Oh, perfect. But seriously, that is the perfect segue into today's topic, though. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> well, sort of. I mean, we can stretch it, it a bit. Though. I mean, in certain ways. I mean, we're talking about social media and the good. We are now. ugly. Now, yeah, we are now. For yeah, sure. yeah. But uh, it's it is. That's kind of how <laughs> it kind of ends up working sometimes. It's mm-hmm. not the idea of it. Yeah, I'm totally lost. You don't understand no, what I'm trying to go with? I do not understand. Oh, I don't. I don't. I don't either, man. No, but I'm like, okay, we'll go because with if it. I don't understand, then other people well, may then we'll just not understand. No, just tell me. No, just okay. So I have a question. So where did your brain go with a yeah. five year old asking me if I was married to social media? No, 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 not married to social media. Married, like, are you married? Do you no, have no, 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 <laughs> no, 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 married to, to social, social media. media? I know, follow me here. Okay. <laughs> I'm getting there. Are you married? This is why we do should you do have it. <laughs> oh, that's sad. It literally, like, is like you're, you're trying oh. to, like, she's going, You're supposed to have this, you're supposed to have this, you're supposed oh, to okay. have this. And if you don't, it's really sad, which is kind of what happens on social, social media. media. I give you a five for chance. Oh my I mean, gosh. A, for, a for effort. Out. <laughs> a for <laughs> effort. No, this is great. This no, is good stuff. I'm not leaving this. I'm totally going to have, like, text message. Take this off. 
And you're going to love it when it airs and it's still going to be in there. <laughs> Two to one. Oh, I just snorted. No. And that is staying awesome. <laughs> okay, if my snort stays, your brain wave of social media from... <laughs> okay, but... <laughs> I was really hoping I couldn't get to a single podcast with them not knowing that I snort when I laugh all the time. This is Tasha, and I'm going to take over now. (laughs) Okay, we can we can totally do this. So we're talking about social social media, the good, the bad, and the ugly because it can get real ugly. But I feel like there are some really good things to social media. Like, what are your guys' like favorite things about social media? And that could be like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, all TikTok, <laughs> all the things. Like, what are your guys' like, what do you guys think are some of the like really good pros for social media? Well, I'm honestly on social media all day long and because of my business. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's where, that's where I'm, and, and I have other projects going on too, to where I am like event coordinators and marketing for stuff. Right. So I'm, I'm on social media a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm with you, with you on there too. Like yeah. my studio and everything runs through it. And then the Angachi trust page is yep. all through social media and Instagram. So we're like heavily connected. Yep. Yep. And yeah. I like, I think, you told me one time, you're like, how do you life when you have like all these, like, you have like four pages that you manage on social media? <laughs> and I was like, it's true. I do. But <laughs> have you ever posted the wrong thing on the wrong page? I have. Yeah, absolutely. But thank goodness for delete. Oh yeah. And yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's, it's great. It's a good marketing tool. I mean, that's, that's what I primarily mm-hmm. use for is for marketing and whatnot um i'm not one of those people that has good job Kitri. sorry not, my phone made a really rude noise i'm not one of those people that has like a thousand friends I, like i mm-hmm. personally accept and only have minimal people on my and if they are only the people that i have a personal connection with in my mm-hmm. life like they're not people that are just acquaintances or i know names like if you're my friend then i have a story with you mm-hmm. type of thing but um yeah so it's primarily for me it's to stay in touch with with those people that matter in my life, but also for business. So, yeah. Yeah. Ah, I am actually trying to disconnect from mm-hmm. social media a little bit because I find it as a place that I go and zone out. Yeah. More, mine is, uh, I don't use TikTok. Like <laughs> some people. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't even know what to do with that. I, I mean, but I, it comes through little, I don't know what they're called. Reels. They're reels. Thank you. I'll keep you um, guys in the, the young yeah. one. We'll yeah. keep the old ones in the loop. <laughs> I looked at Instagram. Didn't you learn your message lesson from the last? Time? I did, but I had to give you guys crap because you gave me so much crap. Yeah, last you're. Time. you're um, <laughs> you don't stand a chance against Mandy and I. <laughs> no, I know. I know. So the reels, yeah, the reels come through on either Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, and I totally get caught up in them, but they're like cat videos and baby videos and mm-hmm. like you know and then those um ones where there's the like use this effect and it's the like make your face perfect and the, and the I filters am, yes mm-hmm. the filters and the pillow face which makes me <laughs> what's a pillow face so it there's makes a- your face look like you've like been injected with 20 years of botox it's hilarious oh i 
my lips were like even for the first time in my whole oh. life. I can tell you that. Like it was amazing, <laughs> but it was so bad. But I laughed for about 15 minutes straight. <laughs> and I was like, okay, if nothing else, that was totally worth it because that felt good. But there was uh, this one filter I came across on Instagram that it, it's, I can't remember what it's called, but it like makes your face look like what it was, what it's supposed to look like if it's perfect. And I just like stared at myself with this filter on for a really long time. Because at first it's like, it doesn't even look like me. It doesn't look like me at all. And then I took it off and it was like, it was like at night. So my makeup was off and everything. And then I was like, almost shocked that that's what my actual face was. (laughs) I was like, oh, and then I like put the filter back on and then it, but it was weird though. Like what happened is like when it was my actual face, I was like, oh, my actual face like isn't perfect. And then I was like, (laughs) I'm like, I feel like this is how people catfish people also because I was like. I could totally snap, like, you know, a cute pic and, you know, look amazing and then, you know, just keep posting those. And then someone meets me in real life. They're like, you don't look like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. Disclaimer, Kitri's super cute. Aw, thanks. <laughs> but you can do that. You stuff. can do I, that. Yeah. In a long car ride, probably driving to, you know, basketball or track or something. And I'm laying on a pillow and my face is squished and my hair is like pulled back and it's just not good. And I'm like, all right, so I take an app that I have. It's not social media, but it's basically those filters mm-hmm. and just play and add long hair and I add makeup and I add, and I went from looking <laughs> like something you don't want to show anyone to I was like, I actually really like this picture. It doesn't look anything like me, but I like it. It looks really good. Yeah. And I can say that it's me because I, it's somewhere in there. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Disclaimer to Mandy, super cute. <laughs> we are all super cute. We're all super cute. Well, that's it. Well, that's, I mean, it's interesting though, because, you know, like me, I researched a little bit, but 82% of Americans use social media. Mm. 80, yeah, 82%. I assume it's higher than that. Yeah. Well, and I think that's well, just. Well, they're counting babies too. So. <laughs> babies. <laughs> You know, those are the real ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, like, I looked at like a worldwide thing, and like the worldwide was still pretty big. It was like something over like half of the world, and that's including like super like the the people in the extremely poor countries where like food is scarce. You know what I mean? So like, still, I'm like, that's crazy. Yeah, like three point six billion people yeah. use social media a day in the world, and um. A lot of times and like my phone every week it gives me like here was your screen time and it was like how many hours a day I'm just like using my screen mm-hmm. or whatever but I guess like the average teen spends like an average of five hours a day on social media and I was like oh that's gross yeah that's a lot but then I'm like okay on Saturday if I have nothing to do I'll just sit and blindly scroll through Pinterest or whatever. And that's like one thing I love about social media is like, I love Pinterest cause I get cool ideas. I love watching the fun recipes that people post. Like I've gotten some really good recipes off of things that I found on Instagram. And you know, so there's some really fun things and keeping in touch with friends. But then, you know, I, I absolutely hate it when I'm scrolling on Instagram and I get like a half nude photo of some random stranger. <laughs> and I'm like, I didn't want to see that. Like I'm like watching cute Boston Terrier dog videos and then I scroll down that's 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 an oxymoron cute and Boston Terrier sorry I'm sorry but my Boston Terrier is the cutest dog ever and you cannot tell me any differently they're adorable whatever yes they look like someone put smashed their face with a door but they're adorable but um you know but then it's like you come across that and you're just like I didn't yeah want to see that and you know and then I come across somebody my age who's like 
I don't know, in in Maui for like two weeks. And I'm like, it must be nice. <laughs> and I'm like, how do you not what work? I was trying to get with. Yeah. Get, go with at get the with. beginning. Mm-hmm. Get with at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. I was trying to get with that Maui thing. Yeah. yeah. But in 2008, only 10% of Americans use social media. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and so it has just <clears throat> skyrocketed. And of course, like there wasn't a ton of smartphones available in 2008. If there were, it was like a Blackberry. I remember those. That's when Ava was born. That's when I first, 2008 was when I first got Facebook. That was my eighth grade year. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. <laughs> Aww. I was I was dropping it low with those apple bottom jeans. Yeah, yeah. Now I remember that song. <laughs> you know, I love that song still. <laughs> I was on a party bus in Kansas City to that song. Yeah, I love that. that. <laughs> but with with that topic being discussed, um, not apple bottom jeans, but social media use. It, you know, I think I actually posted it today, not knowing that you were going to talk this, but. Um, there's it said you know anything that you put over christ becomes an idol mm-hmm. and i think that that's what we're seeing a lot with social media is that it's becoming an idol and people are wasting the time that they could be using to further the kingdom and live their mm-hmm. christian walk better and they're they're getting distracted with social media right which doesn't mean like you, you know you can't use social media but like if it's an hour upon hour upon hour thing you know and like i after my breakup not too long ago <clears throat> i decided um i was going to get off all of social media for three months i deleted every app i had and this was before we started the in god she trust page mm-hmm. but i remember for that first like week or two like my first reaction every time I picked up my phone was to open Facebook or even ever anytime I was at a stoplight, that was my first thing or, you know, and it was, and then I was, I found myself <laughs> but, but, bored while you're driving. And then no, you're seriously. Like I drive and then I pick up my phone. <laughs> I look if I have any notification, then I put it back down and I drive. It's crazy. I'm going to pay attention to people at stoplights now. Yeah. You, you totally are. Their like, eyes are dumb. No, watch like it, ha- it happens all <laughs> The time. I feel so old. All the time. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and it's I'm just not trying to go back to that, but I'm serious. And like all of, all of my girlfriends, like they hit a stoplight, they look at their phone. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, oh, well, I'm safe. I'm, but you're still in my car and you're still driving. So put the phone away. But, uh, <laughs> PSA. PSA. Yeah. but I found I was so bored. Like I had all of this time all of a sudden that was taken up with social media and I was bored out of my mind. I read nine books in three months. Yeah. Wow. Because I, I had all of this time and that but was you like. didn't think you had before. That I didn't think I had before. Yeah. You're like, oh, I don't have time. And then I was like. I have all this time. My sleep was better. Yeah. I was actually happier because I didn't see all of the news and the and the stuff. I did miss staying in connection with my friends because then I got back on and one of my friends was married already and she announced that she was pregnant and like and I was like oh in my three gosh. months. Well, she had no. So like, she had, <laughs> oh, <wow>. okay. <laughs> Different friends, okay. not one person. <laughs> Sorry, I was like. Like, no, 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 no. So yeah, one friend had oh, got wow. had gotten married. One friend had had said you know that they were pregnant and, and a bunch of other stuff. And I was like, what? It took me a while to get back in the loop. But you know, now that I'm on social media, it's it's I'm doing that same thing. Where now I have to actually like set time limits for myself on social media because I, it's like I'm exhausted, but I'm still scrolling right before bed. You know, so it's just it's weird things like that and there's a there's a direct link now that they've done like so many studies on that um social media and increased use of social media increases depression and anxiety which is interesting because we're sitting there and we're just scrolling through our phones and we're just 
looking at pictures or cat videos or you know whatever the old one crazy cat lady but um you know we are we are more and more depressed and anxious um over time and it's like and it, and it's especially high in teens but um just still in adults that just it's insane how much the depression and anxiety has just skyrocketed even since 2008 when only 10% of Americans were on social media and now we have you know, eighty-two percent of Americans on social media in twenty twenty-two, and the depression and anxiety is just through the roof. I mean, why do you guys think that is? I mean, if we're just mindlessly scrolling through nothing, why are we the most anxious and mo- most depressed now than we ever have been? I think it's twofold. To be honest with you, I think that even though it's a oh, we're just scrolling worse, and we we just had this conversation about how people are putting their best selves forward. And even though we know that that's what people are doing, we still are seeing that. And we're still seeing pictures of people who are, you know, looking their best or doing fun things. And, you know, even though they're in our, in our feed, you know, to us, it's just this constant, like, Oh, well, I don't look like that. Oh, well, I can't mm-hmm. do that. Oh, well, that's not like, what's the constant on comparison. Yeah, absolutely. And even if it's subconsciously, I think that that's what's, what's happening there. And plus, I think that, um, well, I guess I should say this is kind of threefold because I'm going to throw another point in here too, but um, that that scrolling, you know, even though we don't realize it's taking up so much time, it's just like your book thing, you mm-hmm. know, um, it takes up so much of that time. But then so when you get off, then you're just like, oh, I have no time in the day. And it's just that constant anxiety type of thing mm-hmm. because you're trying know, to play catch up. Yeah, trying to play catch up because you don't realize that that is what's taking up so much of your time because to you it just seems like a couple of you know wheel spins and then that's then all of a sudden it's five o'clock and you haven't gotten anything accomplished Mm -hmm. and then you know one thing that I notice is that you know I have to be on it so much during the day and so when I get off of it when I'm done doing my stuff um it takes my brain a little bit of time Mm -hmm. to step back and to not have that constant just, it it almost creates a desire for activity in the brain. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and so exactly. And to then, then I have to step back and like, um, like when I, I'll go take a bath and my first instinct is to get my phone Mm -hmm. so that I can occupy my brain. And I've gotten to where I absolutely don't. I mean, and I used to, even if I didn't have my phone, I'd take a book in there, you know, Mm -hmm. but I've gotten to where I completely just obliterate any activity Mm -hmm. and then I can allow my brain to just settle back down. So, and this is one thing I noticed also kind of when, you know, I took a a three month hiatus. Do you think we're afraid of being alone with our own thoughts? Not I, but that's not mine has to do with knowing that I'm spending time on here when I need to be reading Mm -hmm. that book or learning my scripture or Mm -hmm. praying or all of those different things. Um, And when I say we, I didn't mean we three. I'm just right. meaning we as like a collective human yeah. race. I mean, I, I mean, like when I was going through a really hard time, I recognize I was going on social media because I could avoid feeling the things I didn't want to feel, you know? And so kind and, of like a drug. Exactly. It was just like, I don't want to, I don't want to address this. I don't want to be vulnerable. I, do, I don't want to feel this. So let me 
scroll through Instagram for a little while or whatever. And I feel like that's maybe something that also is a big deal amongst people as well. Yeah. I think I would agree with that. I mean, I don't think that happens to everybody. Of course not. But, but, but it could be also, an escape. You're also dealing with the generation and no offense to the millennial generation, but there, you're also dealing with that generation that has been raised in technology. Yep. Whereas, you know, Amanda, you and I, we didn't have that. And so we were, I mean, we didn't have phones till we were in high school and we didn't even, mm-hmm. I mean, and they were just the little like, the team, flip yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah, my first phone came right at the same time as graduation. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, then social media didn't pop around until we were in our early 20s. I, so, yeah. yeah. I got my first phone when I was in eighth grade and it was on a little LG flip phone and we had to pay for texting on it. I remember mm-hmm. that. And I had to get like, you know, a certain amount of grades or whatever. But then we started seeing some of the smartphones. By the time I had graduated high school in 12 was um, in 2012, you know, we were starting to see more of like the 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 smartphones or whatever but did you just scoff yeah i did the math okay 10 year reunion was your graduation (laughs) (laughs) it's gonna be my 10 year reunion this year but like i remember like social (laughs) (laughs) they did teach math when we were in school yeah Yeah. i understand um but i didn't mean to scoff out loud by the way it did come out and i was like Like, you guys just hate me like (laughs) just kidding it it hurts when someone's i you do the math on your own self. I like, can't even. Did I become this age? I'm not even gonna tell you when I have a birthday because yeah. I'm gonna just be like, I'm turning some it's years old. By the way. Oh, you know it. <laughs> That's right, because it's the same day as our my 20 year official graduation yeah. day. But anyway, so when I was when I was like in high school, the the hopping thing was MySpace. Do you guys remember uh, MySpace? Yeah, I remember, but I didn't do it. And we had, yeah. I still had, like, dial-up internet at the time. And so the oh, only time we could get on social media was with that... Whatever. Sound. Mandy Sorry, and I no. died in dysentery several times in grade school. Oh, yes, school. we did. <laughs> do you know what we're talking about? No, she doesn't. Died of dysentery. <laughs> to all Hashtag. of you who are laughing right now. Hashtag yes. Oregon Trail. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, and then the is this, and all yeah. that I was stuff. like, is this a movie reference? <laughs> I don't know. It should be a movie. Okay, it in, in, uh, in some, <laughs> D- Mrs. Doubtfire, she's like, you know something, like, he's like talking to his little girl, I'm like, is he gonna die of dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> so that's just what I thought of. Yeah. Anyways, um, so, you know, so, but like, I don't have that much of, like, I, it's easy for me to step away from my phone for five hours where when I have like my middle school or high school students and like we have like a team night, I said absolutely no phones and like by three hours, they're like, that? you know, and they're, they're kind of going in, insane. I had one time I told like my high school dance team at one point, I was like, we're going to go out for the night. We were in Vegas. We we're also like, going to go out for the night. We're going to a concert, but no one is allowed to take their phones. Like, no, they have to stay here. I had tears streaming down faces and fits being thrown because they couldn't bring their phones. And I'm like, all you're going to do is sit at dinner and take Snapchats of each other and send them to the person who's sitting across the table from you. You know, I was like, no, this is where we need that face to face interaction. And that's one thing I feel like social media takes away from is like the ability to actually sit across from, you know, two girls and have a conversation and to see that. And I'm not saying nobody gets that, but it takes away from that. And so actually talking to people can be very, very 
scary for some young kids because they have to look them in the eye yeah. and have a conversation instead of having a phone yeah. in front of their face. Yeah. Um, I got permission to tell a story. A okay. Stories. But so um, I have a friend who's 19 and in the dating world. And, you know, once they get past a certain thing, then they start Snapchatting each other mm-hmm. because you don't text now because, hello, you okay. can't do that. Okay, hold it, stop. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I've got to get this it, No, because you got to explain to me how Snapchat works. Uh, okay, so basically they take... The, let me show you. I, no, this is what it looks like. like she oh, told it's me a ghost? to explain okay. it it's to... She goes, I can't wait to hear how you explain this, Mandy. Um... Because I said, you guys take pictures of your forehead and the ceiling, and then you you put up, like, not even a full sentence as either part of it or spoken into it. And that's what it is. Occasionally, you'll get your own face, but you do it, and you make streaks. So, and streaks um, are, like, when you have, like, certain amount of days that, that you text, or that you, you snap and the that same person, person have... Like, we had a correspondence, but it's not really a correspondence, because that means something to us. That's, like, a full sentence. Mm -hmm. To them, it's literally that you take pictures of the ceiling or the floor or your forehead, and... I don't Snapchat much. But that, and you go back and forth. So, she's trying to date, and but the conversation is happening over Snapchat, because that's what they do. And so, she's like, okay, so this guy is snapping me every morning to say, good morning, beautiful. I don't know if it's snapping. Is it chatting? I don't it's know. Snapping. Yeah, okay. A snap. Thank you. Snap. And she's like, oh my I'm, gosh. So, okay. I'm so frustrated because I know it's part of his streaks, but yet I really like that he's doing it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I said, can we please, can I please share some of your stories on, Facebook, on, my, on my podcast? Because well, it's, Snapchat's dangerous too because it's immediately gone and like it, yeah, it, it, it is only there for like 24 hours and then it's gone. Okay, the you can't get it back. The whole concept of this makes my anxiety. Like, yes. Okay, yes. so my 14-year-old daughter asked to get it a year ago. Okay. And I was nervous because you can put something out there that you can have it go away, but people mm-hmm. can screenshot it. Right, absolutely. Okay. And so... I, in order to let her get it before the everyone assumes I'm a terrible mom or one way or the other because it's going to go one way or the other. But I wanted her to um, really give me an explanation as to why I said, you have to give me kind of a presentation. And that's how I said mm-hmm. it. But I did not think my, at that time, 13-year-old daughter was going to take it, like, really far. The girl made a PowerPoint presentation. Yes, yes. queen. Yes. <laughs> Love that. With, this With is what slides. I'm doing. Oh, multiple. I love that. Here's why I want it. Here's how you work it. This is what it is. Here's what my password is going to be. Here's what my username is going to be. Good girl. And here's what you can do if I do not follow the rules that I know that you have set. a girl. How do I say no? That was, that's fabulous. But I couldn't. And then every day she's still like, Mom, I want to add this person. And I said, where do you know this person? Okay, let me see their little ghosty. Yep. Memoji person. I don't know the right word. I don't know really, but you guys can laugh. Me I love how Tasha just like looks at me. I know. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> it's like, it's, it's a, a bit. Oh, it's a bit emoji. Oh, wait, that's right. Bit I emoji. Yeah. Okay. So you can make a bit emoji that's supposed to look like you or cannot look like you. And basically, what you put on there, I'm totally like, <laughs> I'm judging. I'm going to say discerning because it sounds better. You know, we're on a podcast, <clears throat> but I'm totally judging. And uh, no. Or what is your name? And things like that, which yeah. 
you know, like, okay. Which I think is good because I really feel that parents need to be involved in their teenagers' social media (laughs) because even this year I ran into big issues with, with middle schoolers and high schoolers where they were getting in cyberbullying fights and they were like Snapchatting each other, but then their parents like would try to look through their phones and then it would be gone. And then it was a whole, he said, she said thing, but then it's like, it is so easy for kids to be bullied over social media and over, you know, over Snapchat because it can be just deleted and gone instantly where we have a lot of that, those issues. So I like how, like as parents that you've set those boundaries, like, no, we get to know who you're snap. I, I honestly, okay. And like people might come for me when I say this because they're like, you don't have children. I don't care. I think it is irresponsible parenting. If you do not know who is on your child's social media and you do not monitor it at some point because it is leaving them open to the wolves. Right. Well, I, so my stepson, his social media name for everything is King of Demons, which I hate, but it's apparently a character on some cartoon or anime or something like that. I don't know. He's shown me the picture and it's this weird character. Right. And I had a conversation with him today. It, it has not done anything, but I had a conversation and said, Hey, Dude, at what point do you think King of Demons maybe isn't really the best name mm-hmm. for your social media presence? Well, it's just a character, and if you know that, and I said, yeah, but what about people who don't know that? Right. Well, right. I don't know. Like I said, at what point are you presenting something that you don't want to present because mm-hmm. you, you know, you are someone who I assume wants to start showing people that you have a relationship with Jesus. Right. And Being so, king of demons kind of goes against. I said, it sounds like that. Well, it's not though. And I said, I know it's not to you, but who does it sound like it's against right. to other people? And I said, so unless you happen to be in the exact same age range, which is who I hope you're talking to, but at what point do you become, you know, from being king of demons to being like something else? And how are, how are people going to take you seriously when you actually start wanting to start walking in the purpose that God has for you, mm-hmm. when for so long, this was the presence that you put out there, which is right. what people your age pays attention to. Right. And I mean, he's still king of demons on there, which is not my favorite, but I don't get to make that call. Right. And I, I like that though. And you know, it just kind of like makes me reflect like how many times do adults do that? Like, okay, is what I'm putting out on my Facebook or my Instagram or Twitter or whatever, like what is what I'm putting out there being, um, respectful to my relationship, you know, just like with who I view myself as my relationship with, you know, maybe a a boyfriend or a husband or your family, but ultimately like, is it showing God in it? You know, is it pointing people to God? And there was like a, a, not too long ago where I was just scrolling through, I think it was like, I was in a couple years and I was like, Oh, that doesn't look any, I was like kind of deleting pictures and kind of cleaning up my social media just because, you know, when I first started my Instagram, I was, 19, you know? And so now I'm just like, you know, cleaning it up. Cause I was a totally different person at 19, but just like, especially now that I have a stronger relationship with God, every time I go to post something, I'm like, okay, is this caption, you know, something that uh, could be misconstrued or like taken the wrong way? Or, you know, is it pointing, you know, toward Christ? Um, one, one verse I wanted to talk about, I think it's, it's, a really good one. Proverbs four twenty three. Guard your heart above all else, for it determines the course of your life. Especially with social media, if we're not kind of guarding what we see or guarding what we do in t- terms of social media, it's. V- I think it's very very easily 
easily, sorry, it is very, I lost my words. It is very easy to be influenced by what we see, like, oh, these people are doing this or these people are doing that. And so we kind of take on that. But our hearts ultimately and everything we do need to be pointing towards our relationship with Christ. And I'm not saying that everything that we post on social media has to be like a Bible verse or something (laughs) like that, you know, but like maybe like when I was 21, I would be, you know, like uh, posting pictures of me and my friends at the bar. Right. And I'm not going to do that now. Right. You know what I mean? Um, no, she just drink it at home. <laughs> just kidding. She's talk- Okay. Once again, I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> just kidding. No, no but, but I, I think, yeah. I think what you're, I mean, it's, it's so hard from as a, as a parent raising this generation right now, because, yeah. um, because they're, it's, it's like, I've said this a million times, but it's like your kids are born with it extra tech gene anymore mm-hmm. you know yeah. it's just like my my four and my six-year-old like they I, i've had to ask my son like how to yeah do when my niece was three she knew how to work an yeah. ipad i was yeah. like you're three and they but they've got i you know i volunteer in the school and like i see like their equipment and their like computers and the things like i went i was in his art class the other day and it was like holy like they're doing art on on a tablet you know really like, yeah like they're creating things on a tablet and i'm just like you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I used colored pencils and colored blocks when I was in kindergarten, you know. <laughs> they're not asking for crayons yeah, they're, anymore. No, no, they're absolutely not. And mm-hmm. and so it, it is tougher for um, for parents anymore because you you literally have a generation that's raised in technology and yeah. it's raised to, um, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have all of these things growing up I mean what we compared ourselves to and what we were taught about and the ways of the world were in our whatever town we were in you know you didn't get to Mm -hmm. see that outside you know (laughs) within a click of a button it was just what how you were raised and it's definitely just a hard thing now because there's Mm -hmm. so many different outlets to and fads and things and if anybody wants to control a situation all they have to do is start making it a social media presence and Mm -hmm. you know and you have to really watch the games that the kids play um even like the the little kids and stuff because there's sick people out there and they try to integrate their sickness into these um you know games or seemingly innocent yeah right like Um, right now like the big thing is like huggy on youtube he looks terrifying i have no idea what you're talking about yeah terrifying he's like a little blue like teddy bear but like when he opens his mouth it's all pointed teeth and like it's like he talks about hugging you to death and like squeezing you to death i'm like that's for like little kids i'm like i I mean he's terrifying that's just people trying to get into get into and that's why you have to you have to be very active as a parent unfortunately you're running into Mm -hmm. so many things where the parents push and I mean I've done it I've done it when I've had you know I've been like okay I I really need like this hour to get this project done so you know let's you know let's play you know this or you know and I'm good you know like I my kids have YouTube kids or they have you know these where they have filters where they're safe and my kids are really good but you have to start them young about anytime they want something they bring it to me and they ask me because I don't keep a password on my phone you know if they if they try to download something then they can download it but that is because for me I want them to we have a, a trust you right. know thing and I'm like I'm trusting that you're gonna make the right decision and I'm gonna trust you you know and you're gonna trust me in this situation right. and 
But so I started them really young that if they wanted anything in particular, they would come to me and they'd be like, mom, here, I want to watch this video. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you think? Or I want to, I want this game. What do you think? Mm -hmm. And, and so, which is good. I know that there's, you know, I see it on the kindergarten playground, like these kids will have like go grab their mom's phones and stuff while their moms are chatting and stuff. And then they go hide under the the slide or something and then they're under there and you know and you know that it's bad when you're looking over there and there's like seven kids surrounded in the huddle because you know they're not going to like huddle if it was okay Mm -hmm. and I don't know how many times I've walked over there and been like you know played played phone monitor on these kids Mm -hmm. I don't even know but I'm like whatever I'm going to make that decision right how different okay so yours is in kindergarten your oldest is in kindergarten Mm -hmm. mine is in eighth grade I cannot imagine having to play phone monitor mm-hmm. when my daughter was in kindergarten. Yeah, and it's it's sick. Like, the things that the... You know, my son's really transparent with me about the things that get said or right. whatnot. Right, you're right. And, good. Yeah, and so he'll come home and he'll be like, you know, so-and-so said this and this and this. And they know that if they say... You know, they know that if they tell me, even though it's things that they shouldn't say in real life, you know, if they're telling me and, you know, that I'm not going to get mad at them as long as they don't go and repeat it and treat, you know, but I'd like to have that honesty in them to tell me. What's going on? One thing, though, that I have seen um, a really heavy uh, presence on social media, which I think can be a really, really good thing, is a lot of people are being bold and like sharing God and sharing the gospel Mm -hmm. on social media. I mean, we're seeing churches who are just like blossoming because of their, their social media presence. And so I think now it is so easy for people to get the gospel or to get, you know, some sort of biblical sense on social media, because there's so many people like amazing Christians who are being bold and sharing their, their faith on, on social media. And like, I just think that that's something really cool to kind of like, just be like, yeah, because especially like on TikTok or Instagram, um, you know, people are ruthless. If you guys haven't figured that out yet, <laughs> like people are mean. And so they're like, oh, you just believe in like the, 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 the ghost in the sky or, you know, something like that. But I feel like it's really cool that people can be so easily kind of um, hit, you know, with, with the gospel. But then, you know, I've come across some videos where I'm like, that is not the gospel. That is not Jesus. That's not that's not God. You know, Romans 16, 17 says, and now make one more appeal, my brothers and sisters, watch out for people who cause divisions and upset people's faith by teaching things contrary to what you have been taught. Stay away from them. How can we like help? I mean, it's hard because especially if somebody is a baby Christian and they are new to their faith and they, they hear that, you know, they might think that, oh, this person clearly knows what they're talking about. You know, I think like one, one thing I would just like encourage those people, especially if you are a baby faith and you're not exactly sure what preacher to listen to or whatever. It's like, number one, get in the word of God, because if you know the word, like you will be able to kind of decipher that. Cause like even Satan himself knew the word, you know, to kind of like twist it into certain things. But, um, I mean, cause there are some things that I was like, that sounds right, but it didn't feel right. Like in my gut. And I think that's also just kind of like listening to the Holy spirit. Have you guys ever come across anything on, on Facebook or, you know, Instagram or like social media of a, of like a preacher and you're like, Nope. Specifically a preacher. No, my, or just like a, a video of some, my sister-in-law and I will, she sends a lot of stuff back and forth. She grew up in a faith that she left and was really hard to kind of figure out what doctrine to keep and what parts of that right. had truth and what parts didn't. 
And so she's navigating that now and she's doing an amazing job. Um, but she will send me, that's like one of our ways to connect because we don't live next to each other mm-hmm. is she'll send me these videos and then, you know, I'll, like, I'll respond or she's like, okay, here's the video. Here's my question. They said this, and this is what my background says, but mm-hmm. I don't know that that's accurate. And so then we get to have like a conversation throughout the day. And it's my absolute favorite when she's like, I have a question for you. Yes. This is so great. However, yeah, I'm, I always say like, you know, I don't really know that I'm going to have all the answers for you, but I can tell you what feels right to me and what I have learned. And, you know, and then we, we go from there. And if I don't know, I'm like, you're going to have to talk to someone who, who's more knowledgeable than me. Right. But uh, she has sent a couple things that I'm like, oh, that's actually not. And I can't think of what they are specifically, mm-hmm. but um, I think of it a little bit differently than this person did. And, mm-hmm. you know, but it's, it makes for a really good discussion if you have someone that you can trust in that. Right. If like, you don't and you're searching and you're just like, that's your way because you're, you don't really know what else to do or because you're shy or because you are used to social media being your outlet Mm-hmm. Or yeah, it's, it's really easy to just take everything, you know, and it just goes back to that whole, you know, don't believe everything that you read on the internet, you know, type right. of thing, and it's a, to read or to watch or anything. And um, it's, You mean to tell me the news on Facebook isn't always 100%? <laughs> well, it depends on what? what? <laughs> I hope you guys at home know I'm being extremely sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's just really easy for people to just put, put their truths out there, their truths. But again, we say this, you know, the only absolute truth that there is is in the Bible. And so it's just like you say, you have to get into the word and to, mm-hmm. to, to make that, that um, decision for yourself as mm-hmm. far as to what's accurate and what's not. And that's the only way you can. I've listened to big, you know, it wasn't but a month ago that I was listening to one of the, the big mega church pastors who I really enjoy. And he said something and I was in the middle of work listening to his sermon. And I literally, before I even like processed what he said out of my mouth, I said, that's not true. Mm-hmm. And then I had to sit back and be like, well, am I wrong or is he wrong? And then like, I, I got into the word and like, and my, I mean, my, my spirit basically spoke out of me in that moment, because even though I hadn't really processed it, I knew that what he said was not biblical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and if, and, and I did, I researched it and he was absolutely, it was totally taken out of context in my opinion, but, right. um, but it's, but not, not to say that he, you know, goes around preaching, but sometimes people just take things, I guess, in a different way than they should be. I don't know. But, right. But yeah, just get in your word and get to know the Lord yourself. Because once you have that Holy Spirit in you, he will, that that's one of the gifts of the spirit is discernment mm-hmm. and he will plug that in you every single time. Right. And I think that, you know, that goes to show just because they have, you know, just because they preach at a mega church does not mean that they are mega truthful, you know, and people are human, you know, they might say something wrong or whatever, but I think just like when it comes to social media, yeah, like we need to make sure that, that we have the discernment for it, you know, and just kind of making sure that what we post, um, is pleasing. Galatians 1.10 says, am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that just kind of goes with everything, just kind of like wrapping up social media is we should not be seeking the approval of people or to look like our, our life is absolutely perfect. Because let's be honest, people do not post the negative things about their life. 
really. And if they do, it's very, very limited. But we are, you know, to be seeking the approval of God and to being his his servant and making sure that what we post is is approving. Well, hell, he knows he knows what we really look like. <laughs> you know, it's yep. like he's, he's seen mean, the ugly, the good, yeah, bad, and the I ugly. Mean, there's just the the whole the whole concept of the things that we do on social media. I mean, when it all comes down to it, you know, we're not going to get to heaven and the Lord's going to be like that sepia filter looks great on you, you know, or sepia, sepia. Yeah. Is it sepia? I'm I'm sorry to break it to you, Tosh. No one uses sepia anymore. (laughs) That was the only filter I could think of. That is so 2010. Shiny Foxy is the new one. That's what the one I was talking about. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, Yeah, this whole content makes me so uncomfortable, and I'm just like kind of grateful that I, I don't know. I mean, mean, yeah, I use, I use, you know, like I think I'm pretty with it. (laughs) And and social media is great. Hip with it. You totally sound (laughs) hip with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay, like, you guys got to make fun of me last time. I'm just going to just say this. Just no. <laughs> Hip with it? Are you kidding? No. Come on, Kendra. We're jiggy with it. <laughs> I just heard the song just in my head. Oh, sorry. We can't talk about Will Smith right now, so that's cool. Oh. <laughs> You'll get snapped. No. <laughs> but, I mean, the, there are some things that I have seen on social media that I probably will never get to see in my lifetime. I mean, people posting things of Thailand and stuff. I mean, there are amazing, good things to social media. We just have to, you know, use the discernment of the Holy Spirit, know our word, and just kind of be able to... To kind of let God lead us on, you know, kind of social media. We'll just make sure that, you know, whatever we do on social media, I mean, everything we do in our life should be, you know, glorifying to God. So, so, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, sorry if we ranted a little too much as it happens when we're tired, but we wanted to make sure we got you guys an episode because, you know, we love you and, you know, shout out to all of our listeners in all of the states. I mean, I think we have listeners in like 30 out of the 50 states right now. And we've got people in Canada, the Philippines, Germany, Australia, all the places. UK. So. UK. Get it. All right. So if you want to find us. Not the University of Kentucky, but. On if you want to find us on Facebook, we are the Angachi Trusts um, page slash group there. If you want to find us on Instagram, in dot god dot she trusts. No, in dot. in dot god dot she dot trusts. Yes, and don't actually spell out the word dot. <laughs> um, and then you can also send us a Gmail at i g s t r s dot igstress.gmail.com We are going to bed now, guys. Bye! See you later!